Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. This is the post-game show, Raiders 27-20, losers to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Raiders now have lost three in a row, dating back to uh, week six. And now um, they stand at two and six. Effectively, any chance of making the playoffs is gone and so we have to talk about what happened today still. And to do that with me is my good friend. That is uh, Mr. Evan Grote. He is the host of the Just Pod Baby podcast, where you can get anywhere you get your podcasts, uh, as well as a segment editor over at sportsnot.com, where I contribute. Evan contributes. My usual co-host, Mo Moten, contributes. So we're all one big family. Evan, uh, we were texting throughout this game. First half looks so great second half it all falls apart again and i know you're in agreement with me on this one the defense is what it is but this offense continues to be inconsistent and in, and in have an inability to make big plays when it matters most yeah and i'm sorry scott that i couldn't be with you uh for the first segment i was uh looking at some mock drafts so uh <laughs> i was busy i was busy taking a look at some of the prospects and uh but now i'm here with you and and yeah you know it, it's it, it seems like we sit here every week and we talk about the same thing over and over it's lack of consistency it's lack of complimentary football and it showed up again in this game, I mean, the offense comes out. They look great. I thought Carr looked great early to start the game. The Devontae Adams connection was there. I was happy to see it because it helps my fantasy football team. And then the second half happens, and they come out and score zero points. Devontae Adams uh, doesn't have a catch. Zero yards. Derek Carr is 5 of 15 for 36 yards. I don't understand how you could see such a lack of inconsistency. I know there's adjustments that are made at halftime, but where are the adjustments by the Raiders and Josh McDaniels? Uh, We're not seeing that Um, again. This this falls on coaching. I think is a major part of the problem. Obviously there's a lack of personnel on the defense. I mean, there's so many problems right now with this team. Um, I'm sure we're going to get into all of it right now. Yeah, no, no question. And, and I, I start with the offense. Look, I, the defense Patrick Graham, we'll get to that in a second, but with the offense, 
And you heard me talk about it, I think, with with uh, with Murph before the break, which was about the Derek Carr. We talked a lot about Derek Carr. Is this finally the end? I mean, you're seeing this. He's not been the same player all season. He has moments. We saw that first half. Again, 16 to 21, 223 yards, two touchdowns in the first half. And then comes out in the second half and can't find a receiver, throwing behind receivers, throwing ahead of receivers, throwing over receivers. Um, tell me what you think there, because I'm sort of... You know, again, I've always been pretty even keeled about Derek Carr, but I don't understand why he's playing the way he is. It's it's really dumbfounding. A lot of people say he's always been this player and this is why we don't like him. Uh, and now they have major points because he's not stringing together four quarters of any games. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to point your finger at two people when it comes to the offense. You have to point your finger at the play caller and then the quarterback. And, and whether that is fair or not, that is the way this league operates. It is a quarterback-driven league. And, and that's the way it has always been. And that's the way it always will be. Um, he's getting paid a lot of money and I'm not, and again, I don't want people out there to think that I'm, I'm blaming this, this terrible season on him because obviously the defense is a major problem as well. And, and they opt absolutely have to address that defense this off season. Um, but I, I, I think it's time that you start thinking about the next guy. I'm not saying you move on from Carr after this season, although, you know, that that's a possibility as well. But it's time to start thinking about grooming the next guy, in my opinion. I mean, especially if this thing goes full-blown rebuild next year, you don't often see teams uh, in a rebuild with quarterbacks that they're paying, you know, $40, $42 million with. They just, there's too many other holes on this roster. I'm not sure if they're ready ready to win right now anyway. So So save that money and spread it out in some of the areas like the defense that you really need to upgrade. Yeah. It's, it's perplexing um, to see it. Uh, and, and I don't know why, and maybe, maybe, you know, maybe psychologically just Derek Carr's had enough of all the changes, all the things that he's gone through. Uh, and we talked about this last week, I think with Mo just to say, Hey, look, it's not that Derek Carr can't go somewhere else and be successful. I'm not saying that. What I am saying though, is that sometimes just like sometimes you're at a job and you're like, you know, it's just time for me to leave. It's just time. It's not that they, that they can't be successful. It's not that I can't be successful. It's just not working the way it is. And now with with Josh McDaniels there, it doesn't seem to be working. That said, though, the one defense I'll make of Derek Carr in this one is that I don't think anything's working. I don't think they're working really uh, here when it comes to offense, when it comes to defense, when it comes to play calling, when it comes to player personnel. I think we bought into it to start the year as this new excitement of a new team coming in to do it. And it just hasn't worked out in so many ways. For you, what's the biggest surprise of what's not working right now? Is it that offense? Is it how bad the defense can be? Uh, is it coaching? What is it for you, Evan? Yeah, it, it absolutely has to be the offense because I I never thought the defense was going to be any good anyways. I mean, you, you can look at the roster and, and on defense and tell right away the personnel is just not there. I, they, they're performing worse than I thought they would be, especially from a pass rush pers perspective. They're not getting any pressure on the quarterback. The sack numbers are down. Uh, they don't create turnovers. So the defense is actually worse than I thought it would be, but I never thought they would be that great anyways. It's the offense to me. I, again, I thought this was going to be a top five offense. Um, and, and, you know, they're struggling. They're struggling at times. The timing is still not there. The rhythm is not there at times, the inconsistencies. So to me, and I heard you guys talking about all the money that is spent over mm -hmm. on that side of the ball as well. I mean, you have a lot of that salary cap uh, 
tied up to players on the offense. And, and to me, they're not producing the type of numbers and the type of uh, impacts that you would like to see when that type of money is being spent over there. So to me, again, I am very disappointed with this offense. They've showed some some spurts and some moments when, of potential that we thought we would see, but it's just, it is not consistent enough by any means. Yeah, Evan, and we look at the, we look at the numbers on the day. Derek Carr finishes 21 of 36. 21 of 36, 259 yards, two touchdown passes. Josh Jacobs, 17 rushes, 67 yards. Devontae Adams, 17 targets, 10 receptions, 146 yards, two touchdowns. Now remember, Devontae Adams, after the first half, had nine receptions for 146 yards. So he had one reception for no yards, no gain in the second half. That was it. I mean, it, it's, it's like somebody flips a light off. I, I don't know that I've ever seen... In, in all of my watching football, and including the years I've watched the Raiders, the last five years, uh, six seasons, I've not seen an offense go so cold so quickly just because it changes quarter or half. Yeah, and, and not only did it happen today, it's happened multiple games. Yes. <laughs> multiple games. This is the third time, there, and I'm sure you mentioned this already, the third time that the Raiders have, have blown a 17 uh, nothing lead this season. So this is not just an isolated incident. This is not mm. an outlier, like we heard from Dave Ziegler right. uh, at, at his press conference this week. This is a trend, and that's a problem. And it's not getting any better. There are not improvements happening with this team, and we're we're we are now halfway through the season. And so it's very concerning. I think some of what we saw today and what we saw last week as well is defenses are now making a, a big time effort to try, try to stop Josh Jacobs after what yes. he was doing there for the past Absolutely. three games. And, and you and, had to expect and that. The off Yes, yes, you had to have expected that. But the, the passing game has not been able to carry this offense. And, no. and to me, again, that goes back to the play caller and to the quarterback. Yeah, and the quarterback. And listen, I know the offensive line plays a part. And at times, mm -hmm. Derek Carr was under pressure again today. But it wasn't that bad. I mean, and now I'll have to go back and look at the film. Maybe I'm completely off base on that. But my first read on watching the game, which sometimes can be wrong, again, because I'm not watching every specific little thing, was fine. It wasn't terrible. Was it as good as the Jaguars? No. The, the, the Raiders had no pressure on Trevor Lawrence. Zero. No. They got zero. No offense to Max Crosby. Not even he could get in there. Right? They made some nice plays in the run game and so on early on, but they could not get to the quarterback. So, so I, what I don't understand is people blaming the defense. To your point earlier, the defense, when you look at that roster, you knew it wasn't going to be great. Okay. Patrick Graham does have some explaining to do because they're not getting better and they're not doing things, I think, enough to switch it up to change the momentum. That's what I'm concerned with. It's just, it's just like, no, we're going to stick with this approach. I don't see any difference in approach. And that bothers me. But again, I go back to the offense. In this league, listen, don't fool yourself. In this league, you have to have a quarterback who can change the game. If they don't, if you don't have a quarterback and change the game, then you're not going to win in the NFL. You saw it with Trevor Lawrence, who's not even fully developed yet, right? But you saw some of his throws today, what he's able to do and step up in the pocket and make plays. Um, and boy, I just, I think that offense, and now you're, you're stuck with these contracts. What are you going to do? I mean, we saw obviously this morning or yesterday, Adam Shefford talking about that the Green Bay Packers tried to get Darren Waller away from the Raiders, even though he's injured. Um, and some people would have loved that because the contract would have been gone. 
But but that's what I worry about, Evan, is this team going into the offseason is going to have to address a lot of issues now, right? It's not like you have to plug a couple holes. You got to do whole, the whole middle of your defense has to be kind of redone. You have to do that offensive line. Now you need maybe a couple offensive players like a wide receiver, maybe another tight end even, depending what happens with Foster Moreau. So to me, there's a lot of question marks here. Uh, and that, if I'm a fan, makes me very, very uneasy. Yeah, and and I'm not sure if you even mentioned the offensive line there. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's there's holes at every level on the defense, the interior part of the defense, linebackers, corners have not been good this year, safeties have not been good this year. So you could you could pick any one of those levels and use your first round draft pick on one of those players. I mean that, and that's where the debate about Carr really gets tricky here because it's like, do you want to uh, if you're picking in the top? seven of the draft you're Mm -hmm. probably going to be in position to get one of those big three or four quarterbacks and do you want to invest uh use use that pick on a quarterback when you have so many other needs so glaring needs on defense so that that's where it's going to be really tricky here for for dave ziegler in the offseason um I, i again i haven't even began to look at free agency and that type of that type of thing to see who's available on defense and whatnot but you you nailed it there there are many holes to fill there's places on offense there's places on defense and then the looming question with the quarterback is going to be a big topic this offseason. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when Evan and I come back, we're going to talk some positive. Who, you know, who did show up a little bit today? Who, who did we see maybe some momentum about improving? I know it's a hard day to do that because things went so poorly in Jacksonville in the second half. But we'll get to that, too. And then we'll look ahead on things that could happen in the coming weeks with this Raider team that now sits at two and six. Also, we have to ask you a favor. If you're listening to the podcast on uh, or on an audio feed, make sure you subscribe to the podcast where we ever get it. Put on the auto download. That helps us significantly. Our ratings are driven by your downloads. So please do that for us. We're on the big Odyssey Network. We're number three in the NFL, just behind the Eagles and Cowboys podcast. So we thank you, thank you, thank you. But go ahead and do that. If you're watching us on YouTube, I know we had a technical issue with YouTube during the live show, so it got cut short. We'll upload the entire show uh, later on Sunday. So we appreciate your patience on that one. Hit the subscription and notification bell on YouTube. All right, Evan and I will step aside when we come back. We'll finish out Silver and Black today, the post-game edition, Raiders 27 20 losers to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Don't go anywhere.